0: What's up, everybody? This is Yankees Death Star. We are here to talk about the Yankees, and thank goodness we are here to talk about a Yankees win. Oh, yes. Uh, they have been few and far between. It's been a long time since we got a win, uh, about a week ago. So this is great. Uh, we had an interleague game against the Braves, which is cool. Always like seeing them. Um, we got our friend Adam that we talked to through this Uh that we've mentioned before uh thank goodness we won so that we can talk shit instead of him being able to that's always good uh what you what are your initial thoughts about the game overall dave man I, I
1: just gotta say this is that uh we played a pretty equal game if you look at this um the stats and everything else like that uh, the one thing that I really want to pull out is that we were able to get uh, just the luck of the draw Sometimes the ro- the luck of the dice roll, you know, like uh, there's a couple situations that went our way and that was the difference in the game um, just a really good job by this Yankee squad to be able to uh, you know, Keep cool under pressure. I guess you could say but let's just talk about what we're going to talk about in this game about this episode I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly excited because this is the first time in a week that we've been able to have an episode where the Yankees win. I mean, what better episode could you imagine right now than hanging out with the Yankee Death Star crew? All right, so let's we're going to break down the game inning by inning. Make sure that you guys have a, a really good understanding of all the big plays that happen. Make sure you guys have an understanding of exactly what went down during the game. Um, if there was any errors or anything else like that, we want to make sure you guys know about them. Uh, We're going to make sure that we let you guys know everything that's going to be happening here in the future. Um, As far as starters go, um, we have a couple ideas and possibly uh, new guys that are going to be starting on this squad or coming back after taking a couple um, starts off. Uh, That will be exciting to talk about. We also have questions about the use of our bullpen. Are they being used properly? We're not major league baseball experts by any stretch of the imagination, but sometimes we see something and we like to question it just because we like to act like we're smart. Uh, we're also going to talk about the news around the um, Yankees clubhouse right now. Uh, there's some great things happening. There's some things that we want to discuss and make sure that you guys know, and that's everything from transactions in the future. That's everything from rumors of guys that are be coming back from injuries or anything else like that. Also, we've got a big game again tomorrow against um, Braves. Uh, This is another opportunity for us to get a win. We need as many wins as we can right now. Um, Our friend Adam, like Matt said, is a huge Braves fan. Um, He stopped um, texting us um, in the eighth inning, which I don't blame him at all for, um, especially when Mike Ford has a beautiful stash like he does, and the guy is so afraid of his stash that he doesn't even give him a, um, a strike pitch. I get it. I mean, it was glaring. It was beautiful. The pitcher was so distracted, and it was perfect for a, for Mike Ford to be able to get the go-ahead run here. Um, actually, that was the go-ahead run was on a wild pitch from Nate Jones where Aaron Hicks um, was able to score. Uh, but the very next batter was Mike Ford, and he got walked there for our only uh, second run for that inning. So this is a, just a really good job by this team. I'm getting really excited about as this team starts to play well it doesn't they don't need to be out there hitting um, the ball for you know six home runs every game or five home runs every game we just need to have a couple hits here and there obviously we didn't get um, much production uh, as far as runs go today but there's a lot of great things that we're going to talk about
0: absolutely Um, so going into this game uh, i haven't checked the uh, standings uh because it's not very pretty for us but we i know that we did at least going into this game have the worst record in the american league at five and ten we lost uh five straight or six straight i think it was five straight um which is really bad really frustrating um one one good thing is um i have a you know a couple good things about the lineup and our starting pitching staff um I'm trying to remember that we're missing Voight and Voight is a huge piece Voight led the entire majors in home runs last year even though it was a really short season like uh Voight only played in 56 games but he had 22 home runs um he's expected to be back in just a couple weeks maybe three weeks and that's going to make a big difference um it's good that we had Ford come up uh, after Jay Bruce retired, and Ford, like Dave said, got the go, uh, got the uh, got the insurance run, um, walking, getting a walk with the bases loaded, um, and he played good defense. He got the final out too. He ran, he ran a foul ter- territory. And made a nice grab to end the game. Um, Jay Bruce might have been able to do that, maybe not. I know Voigt can do it, um, but it was good. I was glad we've been talking about bringing. Mike Ford up for a while it was good to see him at first base but even better I'd like to see Luke Voigt there and that shouldn't be too long um, and then also about uh, what Cashman was saying in his, uh, his digital press conference the other day yesterday um, he is, talked about their anticipation that the guys uh, in the starting rotation that are coming back from injury meaning uh, Tyon and Kluber he, expect, he said that he expected um, both of them to have a slow start. Um, he's not worried about it at all. And in fact, uh, today, um, I think it was today, Boone said that it's likely that they also will recall um, Domingo Herman with us having uh, games five days in a row. Um, I think that would be Saturday. If that happens, Herman would probably go Saturday. Uh, we had Tyon go today, and just like we talked about, just like Cashman said yesterday, Tyon put it together. He went five innings, which qualifies him for the win. We weren't ahead when he was in, so he didn't get it, but five is kind of the, the point where they say a starter has, has made a, a start, um, a comp- completed a start. So he went five innings, only allowed one run. He was great. He showed what we've seen in his previous starts. Um, He's show, he showed the sharp stuff, uh, and he skipped the mistakes. So kudos to Tyon. Um, I'm happy about it. We we get to see another guy that's that we're looking at just like Tyon today um, in Kluber tomorrow also facing the Braves. It's a short series. It's only uh, it was only today's game and tomorrow's game um, against the Braves before we go into the next series. So we'll get to see Kluber tomorrow. Um, and yeah, depending, I think Saturday it'll it will either bring up Hermont and he'll start, or we might do try to do another bullpen day and use King, maybe Nelson again. I hope they don't start Nelson again as an opener because he didn't look comfortable. Yeah, man, and just
1: echoing what uh, Matt said, Tyon pitched amazing. Uh, he threw eighty pitches tonight. Um, that's just great. That's what we need is about an uptick of five to 10 pitches, um, a start. It shows that there's progression happening, and we need to get him up into the hundreds. Um, this is a, a, a young man, a, a, a great guy that we feel like could really impact this uh, starting rotation. Uh, he's really great with strikes. Uh, He threw 55 of his 80 pitches at strikes. Uh, That means only 25 of his pitches were not strikes. That's great. That means uh, he's obviously doing the right stuff to get these guys out. He only gave up one earned run today um, in four hits. Um, That's in five innings. I think that's excellent. He had five strikeouts. So Tyon, he's starting to zero in of exactly the type of pitcher that we're expecting. And I love the fact that he's changed from that two-seam fastball to that four-seam. It's making the difference with everything right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, On top of that, this is going to be further away, but we do still have Luis Severino on the team. Um, He was a Cy Young candidate. He was the ace of this staff before Cole got here. Um, Depending on when he's able to come back, if it's, uh, it's supposed to be somewhere between June and August. So that's still a couple months, maybe up to four months. Um, but if he can come back in June, if it's the best case scenario, that's enough time for him to get comfortable and actually be a part of the rotation. If it's August, um, I doubt they would try to put him in the rotation because he wouldn't be built up for that. Um, but we might still be able to use him. I'm excited about that. That's a long ways away, but I wanted to mention it just so you remember him and uh, have an update on his progress. I was also thinking um, going into today's game, I had some notes. Chapman did end up coming in uh, the game and pitched well, did what he needed to do. I, I thought I was hoping that he would get a chance, um, even if it wasn't a safe situation. I was really hoping that he would get a chance uh, that they would just throw him in there regardless, because he does better when he gets consistent work, when he's off for a while um, he's off a little bit oftentimes. Now that didn't happen today. Um, but there was eight days ago, uh, when he pitched last. So I, I mean, every maybe three or four days, at least, I think he should pitch, even if the situation isn't where they would normally use him. Um, he's now introduced a splitter to his repertoire. So the more he can pitch, even if it's, even if we're, we're down Um, throw him in anyway or if we're up by a lot throw him in anyway Um, let him use that splitter let him get more comfortable with it so that when he comes in in a save situation he's comfortable with that pitch Um, so yeah that happened Uh, he was in today um, but going into today he faced he had faced 15 batters this season and struck out 11 that continued today we'll get to that when we get to the ninth inning um so yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the game. We had a couple new faces. We had Mike Ford. Um, they finally brought him up and put him at first base. Uh, he was batting sixth in the lineup. And they also put Mike Talkman in the starting lineup, I believe, for the first time. Uh, he was in left field, and they put him batting ninth. Uh, I think part of that is because that's right, right. You know, after the first go round, uh, ninth is right in front of your your the top of your lineup. And he's a really good base runner. So the idea, I think, having him ninth, um, aside from his bat being maybe questionable, is the fact that if he does get on base, he's got the top of the lineup uh, coming up to try to drive him home. So he started. Um, they had Gardy at center instead of uh, Aaron Hicks. So Aaron Hicks was out of the lineup. Uh, he did get a chance to play. We'll get to that. Um, but they had Guardy at center. Um, And uh, Talkman in left. So, top of the first inning, Tyon's in. Um, He faces Adrianza first. Uh, First guy up, goes down, swinging, strike three, strikes him out. Freddie Freeman next up, really dangerous. Uh, He gets a single to left field. Uh, Then Tyon gets Ozuna to ground out to shortstop Glaber. And Darno flies out to Talkman. So uh three up, three down for Tyon in the first. No, sorry. Uh Freeman single. But he uh retires the them with the no damage done, going into the bottom of the first, DJs up first, he grounds out. That's kind of a, a tradition now. Judge flies out to Heredia. And Guardy goes down swinging. That one was three up, three down. Going into the second, we are tied. Nothing to nothing.
1: All right, so second inning. Uh, we have three up, three down here in the second inning. Um, we get a fly out, a strike out, and a ground out. And he only pitches, nine pitches in this inning. Just a really great job by Tyon to um, get focused and stay on here. Um, unfortunately in the second we didn't do much at all either. Uh, Stanton um, strikes out off of five pitches. Torres um, gets a pop out off of the second pitch and Mike Ford flies out off the four, um, first pitch. So again uh, this was a really quick inning. Um, I'm talking like super fast. It, I felt like it went over. Uh, before I I could even blink and we were into the third.
0: Yeah, mustachioed Mike Ford was going to swing at the first pitch uh, since he's been called up. Regardless, it could have gone at his head and he would have swung and uh, let it hit his head. Uh, Mustachioed Mike Ford is dangerous. Watch out. We'll see more of him later. But we're going into the top of the third. No score yet. Riley pops foul. Uh, Sanchez catches it in foul territory for the first out. Heredia gets a double to left field. Um, It was uh, bounced off the wall. Talkman played it well um, like he should and uh, made sure it was only a double. Adrianza works a full count and then gets an RBI double himself. Uh, This time it goes to right field and scores Heredia. Freddie Freeman... um, he had a good at bat he had a couple strikes and uh, hit a couple fouls to stay alive but then he went down looking on a really nice curveball from Tyon for the second out Ozuna next guy up goes down swinging on a fastball that was really high up and out of the zone but it looked like it was gonna one of his curveballs or uh, even the fastballs that drop into the zone so another great inning for tie no score Going into the bottom of the third, Gary Sanchez, first guy up, grounds out to third base. Uh, then Urshela, he had a really good game. He gets a double. Um, it was just barely fair. He hit it along the, the right line um, off of the wall, and it was just uh, it was barely fair. Nice job. Gets a double. Talkman, that's guy up, his first at bat in a while. Um, he pops out to center field but it was deep enough that uh, Urshela moves to third base. Uh, So DJ's up with a guy on third and two outs. That's a a familiar position for DJ. He goes down swinging, uh, doesn't score Gio from third. Uh, Still no score going into the fourth inning.
1: All right. Uh, First guy up for the Braves is Arnard this dude is a pretty good guy. We like this guy. We've watched him for a little while now. But he comes up and he uh, flies out off of this uh, second pitch. Then we walk the very next guy. I felt like this was an okay walk, but you don't want to put the speedster on uh, first base. Um, and then you got S- um, Sandoval. He singled. Um, this was the um, panda what? bear. The panda bear. The snuggly panda bear. Right. Uh, he, uh, um, he singles into right field, um, and Ozzy only gets to second after that. Uh, that is unfortunate, uh, but there's not much more you can do about that. Um, looking into what happens the very next play is um, Dansby Swanson steps up, and we turn the tables finally, and we get a double play right here. Dansby uh, grounds into a double plate at third. Gio gets it out of his glove incredibly fast to none other than DJ LeMayhew because he's at second. Remember, Ford's here. So four, he gets it at second and gets it out of his glove incredibly fast over to none other than Mike Ford. And Mike Ford makes a good dig, and we were able to get out of that inning really fast. So great job because I was afraid they were going to pour on a couple more runs right here. Tyon does a great job at staying focused, and I think he only pitched like 12 pitches here, and he saw four batters. So again, that's not a horrible thing by Tyon here. Bottom of the fourth, Judge walks. Brett Gardner flies out to left field. I thought this was going to be a possibly, and it wasn't. But Stanton comes up, and he walks. Judge goes to second. Um, they visit the mound. They're trying to get him a little bit calm. And then you have Torres grounds into a force out to shortstop. Um, It's just one of those unfortunate plays. And the very next guy, Mike Ford, comes up, and he is, like Matt said, he's swinging at everything. Um, But he comes out, and he sees three pitches, all strikes out. We aren't able to get any damage done, even though we have two runners on. That's okay. You know, it is the way it is. Uh, We left a total of uh, six um, um, base runners on. So that's just the way it is. But going into the fifth, we are still down one to nothing.
0: Yeah, Riley up for the Braves. Uh, grounds out, right back to the pitcher. Tyon gets to play some defense. He fields that, gets the first out. Then Heredia flies out to judge. Adrianza works a full count, hits a foul, stays alive, then goes down looking. Nice job by Tyon to finish him off. Um he is at 80 pitches at this point and he will not return but uh if we had scored he would have qualified for the win so i wish we would have got one run here uh somewhere in the first five innings we did not but great job by Tyon. he leaves the game um wait a sec He scored one one run right yes they scored one yep that's right my mistake that was in the third that's right uh, yeah, great great start by Tyon. That's what we want. I think the last start, he he went like 70 pitches. So he's bumped that up, um, and he'll continue to work on that. And uh, I expect he'll be able to have some games here in the, his next few starts going into uh, the sixth and maybe seventh inning. So good job from Tyon. Exactly what we wanted from him going into the bottom of the fifth. Gary Sanchez uh, pops out in foul territory. Freddie Freeman uh, went into foul territory and grabbed it for the first out. Urge- Urshela, uh, he was also uh, aggressive today. He jumps on the first pitch pitch, and crushes it over the center wall. Beautiful. Ooh, yeah. That's exactly what we want. I love Urshela. I love him on the field. I love him at the plate. Um, and he's like, he seems like the nicest guy too. Everything I've heard is positive. So Urshela is one of our favorites. Uh, great job by him. He, uh, he's, he ties the score one to one. And, uh, he, uh, he was already the, he already accounted for the only hit that the Yankees have gotten up to this point. Um, so now he's got the only two hits for the Yankees so far, um, Next guy up is Talkman. He grounds out. I really was hoping Talkman would have a good game at the plate. Um, Oh, well DJ next guy up and gets a single it, he hit a grounder. It only went like five feet, uh, a little bit towards third between the pitcher and third. Um, Morton, the pitcher has to run up and field it, but, uh, it was, it was hit too softly uh, to get grabbed and uh, thrown to first to get DJ out. So DJ singles. Uh, Judge comes on with uh, two outs and DJ on first. He works a full count. Um, fouls to stay alive, but then he grounds out to end the inning. But we have tied the score 1-1 to going into the sixth. All right, Freddie Freeman is the first guy up for Atlanta.
1: He pops out to the catcher. That is Gary Sanchez. He is back from an injury. Uh, Just suffered a um, a ball that was hit right into his hand, uh, which makes me happy. I'd love to see Gary Sanchez healthy out there. So good job by um, Sanchez fielding this ball right here. And then we have uh, Zuna flies out to right field. Aaron Judge is there. It's always nice to see Judge healthy. Um, Next guy walks. Cool with me Um, because Lutke is one of those guys that he pitches around players. He's not afraid to give up a walk um, if that means that he um, isn't going to give them a really good pitch. Uh, This was a full count that um, um, Travis was able to work just a really good job. I personally felt like there should have been um, a better uh, last pitch call. Uh, They did high in the zone, and I just don't feel like the pitch dropped very much. I felt like it was supposed to come down a little bit, and it just didn't, and it just floated up there, but that was the walk that he gave up, and then we were able to get uh, the next guy to force out. So again, this was a really good job uh, by this defense um, today by minimizing the mistakes and making it so that we didn't pay in the long run. Going into the bottom of the sixth, uh, we are still tied one-to-one. Brett Gardner steps up, and we both love Gardy. We feel like he's uh, just one of the OGs of the uh, Yankees guys right now. And he comes up, and I always get excited when he's, when he's up there. Uh, he strikes out. Boom. Um, Stanton's next, right? Something's going to happen here with Stanton, right? No, you're wrong. Stanton strikes out as well. Like, these guys are just falling like flies right now. Uh, but that's all right. We got our Torres in the game. He doesn't do anything. He grounds out to shortstop, and that's just the way that went um, in that inning. That was the sixth inning. And the score is one-to-one. I felt like we had an opportunity to do something. We had them on the ropes, I felt like. I felt like this was our opportunity to strike after Urshela's, you know, uh, home run last inning. But we couldn't get it done. So going into the seventh, we are tied 1-1.
0: Yeah, we got uh, Lucas Lutke back on the mound. He pitched the last inning. First guy up is Pablo Sandoval. And the Panda works a walk. Um, They decide that's enough for Lutke. Chad Green comes in to replace him. Um, He gets Dansby Swanson, uh, who works a full count, but then strikes out swinging on a nice pitch from Green. Uh, Next guy up is Austin Riley. He's able to get a single uh, on a line drive to Judge in right field. Uh, So they got runners on first and second with uh, just one out. Then they pinch run. Uh, Sean Casmer comes in for Pablo Sandoval because Sandoval is not the fastest base runner, uh, to put it mildly. So Casmer's in on second. Uh, Guillermo Heredia, next guy up, he gets a single, uh, but it goes to Gio Urshela at third. Uh, so it doesn't, uh, at least it doesn't score a run from second, it just loads the bases. So they got bases loaded with just one out still. Um, uh, okay I'm gonna try to get this guy's name right I think it's Ihar higher Adrianza uh, his first name is harder than his last name but uh, he strikes out swinging whatever his name is uh, so now there's two it out perfect that's what you want with the bases loaded uh, to get a strikeout uh, at this point we have Justin Wilson he comes in to replace Chad Green uh, to face Freddie Freeman Freddie Freeman then uh, grounds into a force out. Second baseman, DJ, to Torres um, to get Heredia out at second for the third out. So they had the bases loaded with one out um, between Green and Wilson. Uh, We got it done. Didn't let any of those runs come home, uh, which keeps us in the game tied one to one going into the bottom of the seventh. Um, And then they have... A pitching substitution. Charlie Morton comes out. Morton was fantastic this game. Um, we, we hardly did anything whatsoever against him other than that Orshella home run. Um, AJ Minter comes in to replace him and he, he just mowed the, the next three guys down. Didn't throw a single ball, um, didn't throw very many pitches. He gets Mike Ford on the second pitch to uh, line out to Freeman. He gets Sanchez on the second pitch to ground out to the third baseman. Uh, And then Urshela, he really made the pitcher work. He had to throw three pitches to Urshela uh, before he popped out to Freddie Freeman. So really good half of the inning for Minter. uh, Keeps us down at one. Uh, We can't make anything happen, so we're still tied. One to one going into the eighth.
1: All right, and Louisica is up to pitch for the uh, Yankees and he replaces Justin Wilson and he had the right idea um, he doesn't want to, he didn't want to pitch a lot of pitches so he just hit Ozuna put him on base instead of doing a bunch of balls in between there um, and then he gets to see Arn Arnold he uh, Travis uh, grounds into a double play at shortstop Torres to Mike Ford again he does a great scoop again this is great this is awesome right now I'm excited. This is great. I love to see this team working well together. Um, and then um, Ozzy steps up <clears throat> and he strikes off. Um, strikes out. The Wyseca gets out of the inning with no damage done at all, especially with the first guy that he, he saw. He uh, hit him on the second pitch. There's not much more you can do about that except for move on and hopefully you can get into a, a double play. So good job by him. All right, so then we got some. I'm going to bring um, some stuff up here, Matt. Um, and I'm going to ask your opinion in this inning because I I definitely have some questions here for sure. Aaron Hicks walks off of four pitches. He just sees them all. He's like, all right, I'm cool with it. Um, DJ uh, singles uh, sharp uh, to left field, and Aaron Hicks is only able to get to second. I didn't feel like he could have got to third on that run. That's not where the question comes in. It's the very next play. Aaron Judge singles on a line drive to right field. Um, Aaron Hicks, like, listen, when he went out and he got that ball, you could tell that he, his feet were off, that things were gone. You know, that who's going to have a hard time with that play? I just felt like this was an opportunity for Hicks to be able to run home and get a, a score here. But instead, with zero outs, we load the bases. And it doesn't matter because the next person that's up is Clint Frazier. And he is so intimidating with that gorgeous, gorgeous red hair. The pitcher was so distracted. He threw it into the ground. Guess what? Aaron Hicks scores. That is the go ahead run right there. We go up two to one. I was going crazy. It was the easiest thing that we could have uh, definitely seen. Uh, The very next person that's up was intentionally walked. Uh, That was Stanton. Torres comes up to bat. And because Stanton has walked, the bases are now loaded. Torres comes up and he flies out. All right. So now we got two outs. The next person up, and we've already talked about this was Mike Ford. He had already been swinging at everything, everything in the zone. He couldn't stay away from anything. It was like, oh, you know, strikeouts, whatever. Guess what he does? He is patient. He waits for the perfect pitch and it doesn't come. It doesn't even come close to coming in the zone. There was two pitches that were above the zone, the second and third pitch that were really, really close pitches. Even the fourth pitch, I felt like it would've been alright if he swung at, it would not have been a bad swing. They were right outside the zone, but he was patient. Guess what happened? He gets a four-pitch walk to put us up three to one. Unbelievable job by uh, Ford, unbelievable job by the way that he was able to stay calm. And I'm just super stoked that that happened because it it was insurance run that we needed. Gary Sanchez is the next person out, and he flies out. Now, going back to this play that I felt like Judge had an opportunity, or Judge um, that Hicks had an opportunity to, um, to score. What do you feel like, Matt? Because I, looking back at that play, I I don't know if there was just no confidence by the base, um, third base coach because they've been called out a couple times. Yeah. What or what was going on? Did you did you see anything that
0: I'm missing? Uh. I don't think so. Um, it seemed like a hit that should have been able to score a fast uh, or semi fast base runner from second. So I-, I think it was a whole combination like uh, a lack of a leadoff and then a slow reaction time. And then I don't know, he just didn't seem like he ran full out. And then the third baseman. kind of waiting for him to get there and then you're probably right about the uh hesitation because he doesn't want him to get thrown out at that point um i don't know no no doubt if if he had ran though he he would have scored because that pitch was so far off target right yeah that was that was bad all around um i'm not sure who to blame more of hicks or the or the third base coach so it's tough I'm glad that it wasn't uh, it could have been a lot more costly Um, we could have not gotten the scores after that Um, but thank goodness we did kind of wipe that out he ends up scoring anyway and maybe they'll look at that hopefully and figure out what was up and try to address it so that we don't see it again especially not in uh, an even worse situation so
1: absolutely absolutely
0: right, going into the 10th We are now up the ninth. We're not in extras because we are up three to one. Uh, I'm not used to it. It's weird. We're up three to one. It's so strange. (laughs) So we have uh, our oldest Chapman, our closer, coming in for Loizaga, who is dominant. Um, Chapman's looking to do the same thing. He's got a two-run lead to work with. First guy up, Camargo. Um, he had a couple had a couple uh, tough at bats with these batters. Camargo works a full count, but then strikes out swinging. Uh, Dansby Swanson also strikes out swinging. Um, Riley has a good patient at bat, works a walk. Uh, so there's one guy on with two outs for Heredia. And Heredia pops out to first baseman Mike Ford, the mustache. Uh, on his second pitch that ends the game Uh, and it was a nice little rundown by Ford it was in foul territory by a decent amount it was seemed like it was a little hard to read he kind of ran in a curve and then had to reach his arm out uh, to grab it so good defensive play by Ford it was good to see him play today Uh, I'm glad we got the win Uh, I'm excited to play the Braves again tomorrow we have another pitcher going that's kind of in the same situation just uh older more experienced um but uh similar to Tyon in the fact that they are trying to come back from injuries that have prevented them from pitching uh either completely or mostly over the last couple seasons so looking forward to that Uh, i believe we'll be facing ian anderson who is just 22 years old um but yeah, uh, we can let, let me let's. Uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's talk a little bit more about the game. We'll go over how the how the different uh, batters did. Um, look at the box score because our our relievers were dominant again. Um, and this time it's kind of weird, but our starter was really good. Our starter went five innings, which is you know the minimum you want from a starter. But it was good for a guy coming off of surgery. Um, and he's only had a few starts so far. So one run allowed for him, and then we had four innings. We had five different relief pitchers come in to cover four innings after Tyon left, and we didn't allow a single run. We allowed two hits. Chad Green allowed both of them, uh, but he also had two strikeouts. Uh, Chapman also had two strikeouts. There was only three walks among the relievers in four innings. So... Yeah, we were third in uh, reliever ERA in uh, all of the majors uh, yesterday when we talked about it. So, this can do nothing but improve that status with four uh, scoreless runs. So, kudos to Tyon and kudos to our whole bullpen, man. This was really really fun to watch. It wasn't really fun to watch our our lineup um because we have still struggled pretty bad. Um LeMahieu and Urshela each had two hits Urshela's um had the home run which was huge um that was his only RBI and then he uh he was only he was two for uh two for three and Ford got an RBI even though he didn't get a hit he was 0 for three but he works that walk with the bases loaded um and that was pretty pretty crucial for us uh, gave us a two-run lead. Uh, Stanton walked twice, but he also struck out twice. Um, Torres was 0 for 4. Uh, I don't know what's up with Glaber, but I hope he can turn it around. I, I know that he's got the skills to do it. Um, I hope. I just hope that it's soon. Um, he left five people on base. We got the win. We got the 3-1 to one win win and our our uh, runners in scoring position situations our batters were one for eight and (laughs) that's not unusual at all That seems like every box score we look at it's uh one for eight or one for six or oh for five or something ridiculous we're not getting it done um so honestly we're even lucky to win this game with how poor our offense played uh, that's not to take anything away from the pitching staff because they had to get it done in order for three runs to be enough. Um, and they did that. Um, we need to get more run support because we're not always going to be able to hold teams to one run in a game. We also got a little bit lucky because uh, one of the best uh, players in all of baseball um wasn't available for them. I'm not sure what his status is for tomorrow. Um, talking about Ronald Acuna Jr., of course. What did uh, what you think about the game? Some uh, afterthoughts. Man, <clears throat> I have
1: to say is looking at DJ LeMay, who, yes, he didn't get a hit with runners in scoring positions today, um, but he went four for two, um, struck out one time, and only left one guy on base. Just a really good job by DJ tonight. Um, I, I Again, this is one of those things where I get excited about him because he's just a guy that we need going uh, really well. Um, you know, Aaron had a hit tonight and Urshela had two hits. So this is a really great job by Urshela. But we only got five hits tonight. That's it. <laughs> but we had five walks. Um, that is big for us. That was the difference in the game. Uh, the walks were the difference you know we had guys on because they kept on walking us so um just they kept on being beast in the box you know what i'm saying so it was a great job by these guys to secure uh the win and the lead by just not swinging at really good pitches that the Braves kept on pitching at us
0: yeah for sure we only had 6 strikeouts in the whole game um i mean that's that's really good 6 to 5 Uh, five walks the Braves were struck out ten times and walked four times so our ratio was much better and then obviously that that run that scored was all due to a few walks um, and Ford drawing that walk with the bases loaded so it's it's not the most awesome way to win a game but we were starved for a win, so uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I, I don't really care how it happened. Uh, I get to be really happy about all, all of the pitchers that pitched because they were all great. Um, it was fun to watch. Uh, the Braves are a good team. They have a good lineup. Um, so it was good to see our, our uh, starter, Tyon, and then all of the relievers take care of them. It was cool.
1: Yeah, man, our our relievers proved to be the best in baseball right now. Um, I kind of joked around with with um, Adam, our friend, if um, we could um, you know combine our teams, we could be the perfect team in baseball right now. <clears throat> so I kind of like that idea, but the whole reality is is that our bullpen is one of our um, strengths this year, just like it is every year. It seems like in the recent um, past, but this year seems special. We don't have a lot of those massive headliners like. Um, we did last year and the year before, but these guys are really filthy. Their pitches and the way that they go, um, we can go you know straight up, you know heat right down the middle and make things difficult for you, or we can pitch around you and make things even more difficult for you. So this bullpen is sick. It's filthy. It's exciting. The biggest question is, are we using the bullpen properly? And that is yet to be seen because we're not even 30 games into the season yet. So I'm sure things will continue to change for the good and negative. But I'm hoping more ne- on positive than a negative. So we'll see how that, that goes right there. But, man, Matt, you were telling about the game tomorrow. I'm pretty stoked about this game because I love Kluber, especially for the fact that Kluber does a really good job um, against <clears throat> um, AL teams. I'm pretty stoked about it.
0: Yeah, man. Um, I'm excited to p- see the pitching matchup again. Um, I'm hoping that... Uh, Kluber can do the same thing as Tyon did today. Uh, he's got a few starts under his belt. Um, he's looking to get back to being himself. He is older, so it might be a little bit of a longer road for him. So we'll see. Um, I mentioned I would give him five games. Uh, I'll still do that. So, um, But I'm hoping that he does well. Uh, I'm excited to see Ian Anderson. He, he's only pitched um, last year and this year. Uh, it was a short season last year obviously Um, he made six starts but his era was under two with a 1.95 he hasn't been as sharp this year so hopefully we'll have opportunities to get to him he has uh, pitched 15 innings and he's allowed 15 hits and eight runs so not as dominant as he was last year at all Um, Hopefully that continues against us tomorrow. But he's got good stuff. And I think uh, I like I like young pitchers um, that are up and coming. Uh, I like seeing what they've got, what kind of new stuff. Um, One thing I noticed that was interesting that we might be able to take advantage of is he had uh, he had a one point two percent percent barreled, which is a. It's kind of complicated. It's like uh, it involves the speed of the pitch and the exact angle that the that your bat hits the ball, and the the point on the bat it has to be in the in the in the fat part of the bat, but not on the end and not close to the tapered part. Um, and then it has to go a certain angle. That's more of like a kind of a high line drive. Uh, so that's considered a barreled ball. Last year he had out of 571 pitches that he threw 81 were batted period um and only one of those was barreled and all of all of last year 571 pitches one got a barrel on it this year he's only made he's made three starts uh and on 270 275 pitches he's got exactly half the batted balls um but five he's got he's let five um get barreled on it so there's an opportunity to hit it hard against him, uh, it looks like. I don't know how uh, how telling that stat is, but I saw it and uh, made me think that uh, maybe our guys can jump on it. I was a little nervous about Stanton. I'm not sure how Stanton will fare because this season, especially, we've seen him swing at a lot of stuff that's really, really low and really far away. And looking at the, the pitch chart of Ian Anderson, that's where he likes to throw anyway. Um, so let's hope uh, Stanton is aware of that. Maybe the fact that he does throw down and away so much um, will force Stanton to be a little more conscious of it and, uh, and stay off of those pitches. But that'll be a good matchup. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, Anderson versus Kluber. So, And check this out. <clears throat>
1: we have exactly zero hits zero hits against Ian Anderson we saw him last year and he just I mean like did some damage to our guys so um we only saw have guys on the team that saw saw him for a total of 14 times um but the reality is is we had zero hits out of those 14 times that we saw him um this will be exciting to me. He has 38 K's. Uh, he's, he's one of those guys, like Matt said, he, uh, lives at the bottom of the zone. Uh, that seems to be our biggest, um, biggest weakness right now is swinging the bat at the bottom of the zone. I feel like Stanton does it. Judge does it. Sometimes, uh, we've seen uh, DJ swing at it a few, um, few times, uh, recently. And of course, uh, Tachman has a hard time staying away uh, from that Torres as well. So, Uh, it's, it's, he's really a pitcher that's designed to go up against a Yankee team like this. Um, but it'll be exciting to see if we can get the barrel on the bat a couple times because that's all we need. You know, we don't, we're not, we're not going to be like, uh, um, you know, uh, um, little assholes over here expecting them to get 14 runs tomorrow. No, we won't be greedy. Uh, we'll stay in our zone and we'll be excited if we get three or four and maybe our pitching staff can keep things down. I really love Kluber. Uh, right now, he's uh, his ERA is, is a little high, but I expect that to go down as he gets more pitching opportunities. 24 Ks, um, I feel like that's just really good job. And last time he was out, he's pitched 77 innings, so I expect similar numbers as what Tyon did as well. Um, that means that someplace in the 80 um, pitch zone, they'll take him out. Um, to me, that's exactly where he needs to be, 80-90. And this gives us an opportunity to have another guy that can get 100 pitches, 105 pitches before being taken out in the second half of the year. So, again, it's a, the it's a small steps to becoming a better team. And this team seems to be doing it very, very well and at a high um, rate right now. Yes, the wins haven't turned out the way we wanted it to, to be. But that doesn't really matter, especially when you're trying to gel as a team. And there's just a lot of questions of, of what type of um, stuff is going on. Uh, you know what? I feel like this win was a direct correlation to Cashman coming out and saying, you know, relax, everybody. Take a chill pill. This will be OK. Because these guys came out with heart um, and a lot of passion. So I was really excited to see how their response was to Cashman's um, news conference.
0: Yeah, man. Um, I'm hoping that the today's game is a sign of good things to come. I'm still not really sure what's up with our bats, but uh, I want to trust the statistics that say Um, That these guys are too good for that to stay the way it is. And the fact that so many are are batting so poorly and how how few hits that we've been getting every game is just kind of crazy for how this team is built. We're built around our offense. We're built around hitting home runs um, and hitting extra base hits. And we haven't done that at all so we're gonna get to a point in this season we're gonna we're gonna have a couple weeks in a row where we score you know five plus runs every game um, that's gonna happen with these guys uh it it just might be a couple months hopefully not we'll see um i do i'm i'm'm I'm trying to focus on the pitching now obviously because of how bad our our batting has has been but the pitching staff has me pretty excited. Uh, not just the guys that have been pitching, but the guys that are gonna get opportunities. We haven't seen Davy Garcia yet, and I'm really excited about him. He's not. Um, he's not in a. He's not worked out uh, or or uh, done enough. Um, uh, played enough. He he hasn't done a whole bunch of. Uh, sorry. He has not pitched more than like a half a season's worth. Uh, in any season uh, as far as number of innings so he I wouldn't be surprised if they try to wait and then bring him up closer to mid-season and then have him finish out the season and if we have a starter that gets injured or um, is is struggling really bad uh, he might be able to come in and in the later half and you know the second half of the season be able to come in and actually have a rotation spot depending on what happens with the rotation um like i said we might see uh we might see Herman called up to pitch uh and start on saturday but there's a chance that they could bring in davy or they might pick someone else besides nelson to open and then have michael king go again i wouldn't mind that i never mind seeing michael king we've seen him twice this year uh, i think he's pitched six innings the first time and three innings the next time uh, hasn't allowed a run yet so i'm i'm really excited about michael king and uh, we haven't even seen davy this year and i'm really excited about him too so we'll be looking forward to that uh tomorrow we got a good pitching matchup uh old experience guy versus a young second year guy um both are really solid, Uh, should be good hopefully our bats come alive Uh, don't know about the status of Acuna but whether he plays or not we will do what we need to do and hopefully get the series sweep with two games Um, yeah thank you uh, for listening to the Yankees Death Star podcast and we'll be back tomorrow to talk about tomorrow's uh, game against the Braves And hopefully it'll be about a win. Dave? Yeah, man, you're
1: absolutely right. We got to get on another little winning streak right here. We need the win. Um, uh, With all due respect, Adam, fuck Atlanta. uh, Fuck the Braves. So go Yankees.
0: Go Yankees.